Welcome to Millennium Live, a digital diary podcast. We sit down with the top C-suite executives and talk all things digital transformation. There is one thing Maury Haber wants his fellow cybersecurity colleagues to know. You must re-engineer your security model to the changes we've all experienced this year. Haber is the Chief Technology Officer and Chief Information Security Officer at Beyond Trust. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you so much for having me, Katie. Before I jump in and really start asking you questions, can you just give us a background on yourself and Beyond Trust? Certainly. I am the CTO and CISO for Beyond Trust. I've been with the organization for about 16 and a half years now. As for Beyond Trust, we are a leading vendor in the privileged access management space and supply products to administer and manage privileged access and privileged accounts. Do you think you can give us the most significant challenges of managing endpoint security today? The most significant challenge in managing endpoint security today is what has happened since the pandemic has affected everyone. It really comes down to we now have workers at home, we still have some in the office, and we've basically extended our networks far beyond what we ever anticipated. Uh, the security challenges of managing someone at home range from everything that for them loading software, getting updates, but for us to do basic security, vulnerability management, patch management, administration, removing admin rights, application control, all the things that we've learned over the years and take for granted doing on-premise are now a challenge with remote workers. And that has spawned a huge push to the cloud uh, to essentially administer those devices as soon as they turn on versus relying on legacy VPN technology and other techniques. How would you say that organizations can gather a more holistic view of their attack surfaces? Organizations can get a good holistic view of their attack surface by understanding where their assets are. It starts with a security basic, a 101 type concept. You have to first inventory where all your assets are. Um, at home, now with remote employees, on premise or in the cloud. Once you understand where those assets are, you can measure the potential risk. That's your first step. Once you understand the risk, then you have to start collecting the data and potentially putting them into a security event information manager or some other type of behavioral analytics tool. But if you don't know where they are, you don't know what you can collect, you have no way of aggregating the data and therefore no way of measuring what the overall risk is. So how can organizations transition to a more preventative endpoint security posture? Organizations can transition to a preventative security posture by understanding the security stack once they inventory those devices. Let's put it in a very simple fashion. Any tool that you have out there is designed to solve a specific problem, and hopefully it integrates with the rest of your ecosystem. Some tools do better on-premise, some do better in the cloud, some do better just on the endpoint. Okay, we now have endpoints all over the place, on-premise, remote, in the cloud. Now we fully accept that we should have antivirus of some sort, anti-malware technology on all of them, whether it's natively embedded in the operating system or you've gone to a third-party vendor. The question becomes, what is your best next line of defense? Well, statistically, removing admin rights on devices so again, not allowing a user to log in as an administrator or run a program as an administrator is the most effective security strategy. In fact, on Microsoft Windows, 77% of critical Microsoft vulnerabilities can be mitigated just by removing admin rights. So the question is, is why don't we re-engineer our security stack to be proactive versus reactive and remove admin rights? Well, the first thing that we hear is, you know, it's difficult. Uh, people can't change their system clock. They can't add software. They can't add a printer working remote. 
And there's great ways to solve that problem with technology, like from Beyond Trust. So if you look at the entire model, you start with AV, you remove admin rights, you do the concept of least privilege and elevate individual applications to admin state, not give the user secondary credentials. And then you add application control, allow listing, block listing, and gray listing to strictly enforce which programs should actually be executing regardless of where the endpoint is. It really helps define a software-defined perimeter. And then you add on the rest of the solutions that you need, vulnerability, patch, web application proxy, all the other disciplines. Now, some may argue that you need an EDR solution as a second line of defense. And I would contend that EDR solutions are monitoring for file system changes, registry changes, et cetera. If the user is running as a local admin, those can be touched all the time and send you a lot of false positives. But if you remove admin rights, your confidence that an EDR solution is actually detecting attack goes way up. So as a third step, you put the EDR solution in, and again, all the others. But going from a reactive, proactive stance really involves redefining your security model and engineering it to the changes that we've all experienced based on the pandemic. So as my last question for you, are you able to summarize that to five simple steps for me? I can. So we really want to look at this as five critical steps to complete endpoint security. The first step, as I've outlined, is you always need malware defense. You always do. Step number one, not only to protect the host, but also for regulatory compliance. The second is to remove excessive admin privileges. That means users operate their devices with no admin rights and no secondary accounts that can elevate them to admin or root. Applications run elevated based on policy. Users can perform the tasks they need, and they're essentially protected because there are no administrative credentials. Third is a pragmatic application control approach. This is the allow listing, block listing, and gray listing of applications based on where they're downloaded, where they're run from, and who executed them. So you can control in a very precise manner how things run and who runs them and ensure that malware cannot execute on the host. Then as a fourth step, EDR or MDR technologies, which are managed versions, to basically monitor the system for any type of intrusion or threat or anything with a high confidence that the end user is not running as an admin that could have made a mistake or tampered with the device. And then finally, as that fifth step in the summary, any other endpoint tools that you need. That could be DLP solutions, it could be web proxying, it could be log consolidation, it could be a variety of anything. But if you re-engineer your endpoint security stack into these five steps, you can accommodate users in the office and do a much better job monitoring end users at home, especially when it's all being done from the cloud. If you could depart with one security recommendation, what would it be? I would give the best security recommendation not to the InfoSec professionals or my peers that are CISO, but to all of the end users. Just because we're working at home and we're comfortable potentially answering email in our pajamas, the cybersecurity training we got in the office now applies at home and should apply at home. Be wary of phishing attacks and things that could compromise you at home just like you're in the office. Because threat actors today, they don't care. They're going to find you when you're vulnerable, when you're not thinking twice, and when you're weak. And we're working from home in a comfortable environment. It's a prime target for them. Well, thank you so much for that comprehensive overview. We appreciate you being here and thanks for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to check out some of our other episodes exclusively on Digital Diary.